I was thinking. There's a scene in the movie Far and Away. Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Where she meets Mr. McGuire. The spoon guy? Yeah. Okay. She's like, Mr. McGuire, my spoons. Uh-huh. And I thought he should turn around and say, there is no spoon. I was thinking of that today. Oh, my God. I thought of a little crossover scene. Took you all and then she that. does all the Matrix moves. Um, okay. <laughs> in her in her 1892 garb. Anyway, there is no spoon, or is there a spoon? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> is are we living in the Matrix? Is that? Do you think? Because I mean, that's sort of it's sort of the theories of the universe is that you know that we're living in a computer simulation. Uh huh. You've heard of that? Yeah. So that's yeah. basically what the Matrix. Yeah. Is. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> well, I've away. already said it three times. <laughs> Let's just get right to it. What year was this movie? Nineteen ninety nine. Oh, it was ninety nine. Okay, I. We're talking about the Matrix today, guys. On why do we own this DVD? Why do we own the Matrix? Because my hoodie is dirty. Look at that. It needs to be washed. Oh. Okay. Yeah, this movie came out March 31st, 1999. That seems like a weird time for... It was a weird... I mean, it's just... Yeah, because expectations were... I don't think they were anything, really. No one was expecting this movie to do what it did. We're... No, I know... I, I mean, I know I'm jumping ahead in... Sure. Production notes but i know this was like originally conceived as a will smith yeah thing he turned it down what uh i think i wrote down why didn't he like look back and think oh well he turned down to do waffle west yeah well i mean i know and he, <laughs> he's i know he's since said that he was not mature enough no he was he would have but it he up. also thought that the bullet time visual effects wouldn't work he, like, yeah. he thought it was too hokey kind of because no one had seen anything yeah. like it and no one could imagine like what it he, would look he like. just couldn't wrap his mind no, around it and so he could and so i mean rightfully he turned he's, he he didn't feel comfortable jumping into something like this no. so i mean he walked away from it yeah who else walked away a lot of people nicholas cage because well, of he had like family obligations he, wasn't there that one thing in his family? yeah uh brad pitt val kilmer they both declined and then the studio pushed for keanu who won the role over johnny depp yeah and the wachowskis wanted depp depp yeah Can you imagine it, I, uh-uh. Would it work? I don't know. Why ninety nine? I, I mean, that's sleepy. That's the year he did Sleepy Hollow. I sound flat in my headphones. What's going on? Did Cora step on something? I don't know. I think we're okay. I don't know. You sure? We'll see what I'm it not sounds like. We're recording this. We'll see what it sounds like in the edit. We'll see what it sounds like in the edit. So know. let's talk about the Matrix. Uh, this movie is directed by the. Back what? then, it was. The Wachowski brothers. Now it's just the Wachowskis. With, uh, Lana and Lola, I think, right? Lola? Laura? One is Lola. I thought. Um I know for sure one is Lana. Lana, yes. Did I say that? Yeah. Okay. Lola. I thought there was a Lola. But I you know what I might Her be thinking. Name was... I think I might be thinking Lola was Lana. <coughs> um, and then I don't what did they do before this? I mean, oh, Lily. Lily and Lana. Yep. That's right. 
they really didn't do much before this because after this is when they took off. Obviously, this they did like a lot of like small weird shit. I think. Yeah. Um, but they brought so many things to this movie that no one had ever seen before. They, well, I mean, a lot of it too was. I think they combined a lot of like Asian style like yeah techniques. Their approach to uh, action scenes was influenced by Japanese animation and martial arts films. And the film's use of fight choreographers and wire foo techniques from Hong Kong action cinema. Because, yeah, all the wire work was all very Chinese. And then. Which we see a year later. In Crouching Tiger. In Crouching Tiger, yeah. Well, I mean, we would have seen it earlier if we were more open to watching Chinese movies and stuff. But really. Crouching Tiger was like the first one that really broke through, or the big oh, one. It was that, a huge hit, yeah. That broke through in America. There and, had been, and but you wonder would it have broken through had we not had the Matrix? I don't know. Got to ask Angley. Yeah, I don't. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder. I mean, you 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 ask those questions, but you'll never know. I mean, it's one of those things that can't be answered with unless you have like. You sounded funny. I know. It can't be easier. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it can't be easier. So uh, the Matrix depicts. I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia. Oh God! Okay. This is short because <clears throat> we're not going to talk about the plot. You can't really discuss. And everyone has seen it. So. Um, the Matrix <clears throat> depicts a dystopian future which humanity is unknowingly trapped inside a simulated reality called the Matrix, created by intelligent machines to distract humans while using their bodies as an energy source. Um, when computer programmer Thomas Anderson under the hacker alias Neo, uncovers the truth. He is drawn into a rebellion against the machines, along with other people who have been freed from the Matrix. It's basically the plot. It's basically Terminator, but mm-hmm. they won. The machines okay. won. Yeah. Because... That happened in one of the Terminators, right? In <laughs> one of the timelines? I don't... Yeah. It happens in all of them, sort of little bits of it but i mean yeah it's basically we make the machines they outsmarted us and then mm-hmm. we fight and then they win and now they're farming humans mm-hmm. and to keep us because the only way they that the crops of humans stay alive is by living in this simulated reality because mm-hmm. they tried later on we found out that they tried putting them in in a utopia and it didn't work the Human brains rejected it. As we would. And like entire crops were lost and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. It's an interesting look at the future back in 1999, you know, 20 years ago. But some of this movie, I feel like, was is still kind of relevant today. Well, I think I a mean, lot of it is. I mean, it's just, it's very slightly outdated in some of the technology, but I mean. Not really. I mean. I mean, it's. I mean, the, the cell phone. The, the, the dependence <laughs> on landlines is a little... Sure, yeah. You wouldn't see that today. It's it's, it's reasonable, but it's it's certainly more on the outside of outdated. Yeah. You know? Um, but theory-wise, I mean, it, it still holds up. And effects-wise, yeah, as a the, movie, it holds up. Um, the film is known for popularizing a visual effect known as bullet time everyone should know what bullet time is now is it's, this our first experience with bullet time yes okay. we created it for this movie 
and the famous scene where he is dodging the bullets mm-hmm. like they shot other scenes of him actually dodging bullets because they just weren't they didn't know if it was going to work the bullet oh. time so they have other footage of him dodging bullets in a different way not using the bullet time because they're like we don't know if this is going to work no one's ever done this this is crazy i i don't know if it was done with this movie but one of the it might have been one of the way they they did that whole bullet time effect with keanu when he's like leaning back and everything Uh uh-huh it's he's all in it of course it's a lot of green screen so he's in a green screen room Mm -hmm. and he's up backed up against a green screen board with a man in a green screen suit Mm. and he leans on the board and the board they tip the board back oh uh uh-huh it's like to support him yeah it's a a guy in a green suit holding up keanu reeves on a on a plank that's wrapped in green screen so bullet time if you don't know it's uh defined as the heightened perception of certain characters is represented by allowing the action within a shot to progress in slow motion while the camera appears to move through the scene at normal speed, allowing the sped up movements of certain characters to to be perceived normally. So it's stuff that your eyes have never really seen in a movie before. And you're like, what? And I, I remember mean, at the time, everyone's just like, holy oh, I know. shit, this is a game changer. This changed well, sci-fi was, movies forever. I mean, it was this, and then shortly after it was um, Swordfish. Okay. That had that huge bullet time shot. I never saw so. Why oh. would I see so? So there John was Travolta? a yeah, and Halle, Halle Berry. Berry. Yeah. Okay. So there was an explosion on in like a bank, I think. Mm. And the the bomb was essentially like a <laughs> was like a, a claymore. It had these huge like stainless steel like ball bearings, but were like ping pong ball size, hundreds of them, and that's what causes all the destruction. So when the bomb goes off, bullet time kicks in, and it follows. <laughs> It traces the explosion all the way out across the street. I mean, it was this, and they showed the rig behind the scenes and stuff. Yeah, and it's this huge, massive bullet time rig, which is, and the way bullet time works is with thirty-five millimeter still cameras, each one snapping. Which is crazy. Yeah, each one snapping a picture in sequence, and then they just stitch them all together. So then you have basically it turns into a flip book. Yeah. You know of. 35 millimeter photos which you can manipulate the shape you know you can get which any they angle you I mean you could do of. that like in the could have done that in the 30s if they wanted to um or not I think really. you could have but you wouldn't have been able to control it the way you mm. they, they're able to now yeah because I mean because it sounds back, like an old fashioned way of shooting back then you would have had to have had a bunch of camera operators clicking a camera going kunk, 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 yeah kunk. which and so on, and this one, it's a computer-controlled rig, and it yeah. triggers each camera. Uh, should we talk about our cast? Sure. Um, <laughs> just a hand, just a small handful of them. Ninety-nine point five percent Australian, New Zealand. And yeah, then a lot of the supporting point, cast. Point five percent American. A lot of the supporting cast is Australian. It was filmed a good chunk of it was filmed in Australia. Um, but our main guy, Neo. Uh, Keanu Reeves. Talk about Keanu for a second. Sure. Have we talked about him before? Besides Babes in Toyland. <laughs> uh, this won't be the first time we talk about him. Is this our first Keanu? I think it is. We haven't done like Speed or mm-hmm. Bill and Ted. I think those are the other ones. Um, 
so his career, I mean, he had he's had a very interesting career um, leading up to this even, um, you know, well known for Bill and Ted kind of got typecast as like that airheady guy mm-hmm. and then did some odd movies like Bram Stoker's Dracula and that one with River Phoenix, My Own Private Idaho. Oh, uh-huh. Um, you know, and he wasn't really on the radar in the early 90s. And then uh, he did Speed and some people are like, oh, he's an action star. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is what he is now. And then he continued to do small movies after that. He didn't do Speed 2 because he's like, no, I want to do small movies. And he had point break somewhere in between there. Oh, fuck yeah. 91. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot what point break. He is an action star at point break. Different kind of action star. Um, Speed really put him on the action map, but he refused to to go that route and did really small independent mm-hmm. movies. I think he's the actor. Um, he's one of the... I think he's known for working with mostly female directors, which, of course, people are like, is he not the best person in the world or what? I mean, there's all those memes of just Keanu being a nice guy. Yeah, he, I mean, he's great. Like, you know, and he's like, they show like how many, all these huge actors and the directors they've worked with and men and women and most, 99% of them are men and they show Keanu Reeves and like 99% of the directors he's worked with are women. People are like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so he was off the map for a while. Um, in the mid '90s, after Speed, and then you know he did the Lake House, which mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. retained with Sandra, and then um, and then suddenly Matrix comes. People are like, "Holy shit, what the Wait, fuck?" Wait, Lake House was before this? You... No, I meant to say Walk in the Clouds. Wow, when was Lake House? Like two thousand something. Yeah, I was thinking of um, Walk in the Clouds. Was that the um? Which is boring as fuck. But was that with a? Diane Lane? Yeah, I was going to say. I don't remember. I know that they make wine and out of grapes. They do grape grape stomping. It's the only scene I remember in that movie. You look at the lake house? Yeah, it was um, 2006. Okay, so yeah, it was after. Sorry, I was thinking of walking the clouds. (sighs) Boring. Lake house is okay. Um, Wasn't that the mailbox movie? Something like that, yeah. They, they I only saw letter, it once. They passed letters they to live a in mailbox. different times. And... Yeah. Anyway, so The Matrix was uh, another reboot. Like, Keanu's one of those guys, I feel like he gets rebooted every, like, 10 years. Because then after Matrix, he disappears again, and then John Wick comes around. People are like, holy shit, he's John sort of, Wick. He's sort of the John Pesci. Of John Pesci? Joe Pesci. You said John Pesci. Oh, God, you said John Wick. <laughs> Ah, John Pesci. I have John in my head. He's, he's Joe the, Pesci. He's the Joe Pesci. <laughs> John Pesci is he, Joe Pesci's action he brother. He takes uh, career hiatuses. and. But he's not doing hiatuses. He's doing small movies. He's working this whole time. It's well, just... I guess, yeah, I guess so. Um, a big action movie will come around and people are like, woo! Well, and he did Much he gets, Ado. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, we do have that one. We will be talking mm-hmm. about him. People make fun of his performance in that, but I like it. He's no Denzel, but I still like him. Okay, movie. so Keanu's in it. Yeah, Keanu is a Neo, is a computer programmer. He's um, a hacker. Born Thomas Anderson. Uh, yeah, he moonlights as a hacker named Neo, and he's the chosen one. He's the one. Mm. We think. We think. Um, we have Carrie Ann Moss as Trinity. She's uh, freed by Morpheus, who's played by Lawrence Fishburne. Lo- Morpheus is. He's a human who has been freed from the Matrix. Mm-hmm. 
and he's the captain of the Nebuchadnezzar, his his ship, spaceship, not spaceship. I don't know what it it's is. It's a hovercraft. So it's, it's a. It's yeah. like, this is my ship, the Nebuchadnezzar. It's a hovercraft. Yeah. And Trinity has, uh, she's a crew member of the Nebuchadnezzar. She's another, who, another hacker. She finds Neo, tells him he's in danger because the people, the bad people know that he's the one. He's been identified. Um, talk about, quick, quick talk about Lawrence Fishburne and Carrie Ann Moss in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Oldman, Samuel L. Jackson, Val Kilmer considered for the part of Morpheus. I can see Samuel. I can see. I can only see Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, wait, he's you so said Samuel Jackson, Gary Oldman. I can see Gary Oldman. I could too. But I, I can see, see Gary Oldman too. as anything, really. So, if you said, can you imagine like if you Gary... said Gary Oldman was up for Trinity, I'd be like, yeah, I believe it. Sure. sure. <laughs> can you imagine like Gary Oldman as Morpheus, Will Smith as Neo, in that combination? I just I can't see Will Smith and Janet Jackson as Trinity. Oh, I can kind of see that actually. She had it turned down because of uh, scheduling conflicts, and she regretted it her whole life. Why? What was she doing? Said Poetic Justice or something? That was ninety three. Oh no! Well, I don't know then. Velvet Rope came out ninety seven. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. She's you know she's a singer. She got different schedules. She's doing her revival guys. tour or she something. Be, she's revival. revival. She's still going in ninety nine. Come on. Yeah, Janet Jackson as Trinity. It is weird. Because I'm trying to picture what kind of what her hair would look like. Because Carrie Ann Moss's hair in this movie is so iconic. That really short kind of... Not it's really a, a pixie cut. It's a boy cut. It's a boy cut. Yeah. It's combed like a boy cut. It's just, it's just it's a boy cut. it's super shiny. Yeah. It matches her shiny clothes. Because the costume designer, hairdresser guy, they wanted her to look like, like oil, like sleek oil okay. and stuff. So her clothes are all like that shiny black leather and leather yeah her hair is shiny and slicked and it's I, I just always the style in this movie is very it's very distinct like it it's very simple like if you saw two people walking down the street and you'd be like oh they're doing the matrix thing you know they got the trench coast mafia yeah. over here they like, got oil over here I mean, you, oh, look, they're wearing black tinted glasses and... Yeah, the sunglasses in this movie are very iconic. Clothes, you know? There's like... Each person wears a different pair of sunglasses. Mm-hmm. They all have their own style. Lots of Gucci sunglasses in this one. Was it Gucci? Because I... What was it? Hmm. I don't know. I thought it was... I read a name. There were some Maui Jim style frames in this but I don't think because uh, the agent sunglasses were the Gucci glasses who's that... our agent who's our main agent agent Smith a- agent I almost said agent Hugo Weaving agent Hugo Weaving uh, he plays agent Smith he's like the main bad guy who's after Neil this whole movie you know he's not I thought he was Australian he's not he's not Australian he was born in Nigeria that's odd. They're English parents. Okay. And then they lived in Australia for a little bit. And then, yeah. So I wonder what his accent is. Fucking everything. Because I've never, I don't know if I've ever heard his real accent. But I don't know. He doesn't have an accent in Lord of the Rings, really. He's got a Hugo it's Weaving. He's, he sounds like Hugo Weaving in Lord of the Rings. He sounds like Hugo Weaving in the He Matrix. was born in Nigeria. Born in, he, I don't huh, know if he was raised, he grew up in Nigeria for, or he lived 
for hmm. a handful of years in Nigeria. Interesting. Yeah, it's so random. But yeah, he's, you know, a lot of his lines are kind of They're iconic. Very... Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. You know, just his delivery, like everyone kind it's of very knows. very sharp and like... He says it's ours. It's a very different kind of accent he has in this movie because it's not American. I think it's, I it think is, it's supposed it to be very um, almost robotic, almost. Kind of, because he's a, agents... He's an AI. He's he's a yeah, computer program. Which is so weird. Like Which he, is why they all kind of look the same. Like he doesn't actually exist. He's not a tangible thing. Yet he's a tangible his, threat his, in his this true, movie. His true form is a computer program, but he can manifest as a, as a. Can he die? No, because they just jump to another. The, yeah, because he got hit by that train, the, and then he walks out yeah. of the train. Because yeah. once once the body they're in gets killed, then just reprogram to a reboot download. It is download a new body. Respawn somewhere else in, yeah. to another thing. Yeah. So dangerous, Mister Anderson. So yeah, Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence. Did you know I saw Lawrence Fishburne in high school? Not, I didn't see him when he was in high school. I saw him in a when, play when I was in high school. Right in a play. In August Wilson's uh, Two Trains Running. Sure. Yeah. With Roscoe Lee Brown. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Lawrence Fishburne was back then. Really? He was. What a, did he do in the early nineties? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. He was known by was he a, a lot the- of people. Theater guy. He's got but, the theater delivery. But I mean, even like, I don't want to say the more urban kids, but the, you know, he did. He did. He was uh, Ike Turner in What's Love Got to Do oh, with that's It right. yeah, in yeah. 1992. Mm-hmm. 92, 93? One of those years. I don't know. It, I don't know if it was 93, because I know the. I know that play debuted in 93. That was like the wrong same Broadway time. But yeah. So, I mean, he was known by a lot of the kids. I didn't know who he was until I remembered him forever. From that play, mm-hmm. and yeah. then and then this comes out. I'm like, oh my god, that's the dude. He's younger than I think. How old is he? He always seems so old. He's right now. He's only fifty eight. Oh, see, he's older than I guessed. In the Matrix, he was only thir- in the Matrix. I thought he was like fifty. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's bald, and I don't know. He's not married to our Gina Torres anymore. I know. That was a. Yeah, I was like, ah. Oh, he was in Boys in the Hood. Yeah, oh, yeah he yeah, played yeah. the dad. Mm-hmm. I remember that. John Wick. Oh, yeah, he's in John Wick. Uh... So then, yeah, that's our principles. And then everyone else is is, in, is Australian. <laughs> or in Joe Pant. Joe Pants. And Tank, the kid who plays Tank. Who looked so familiar to me, but then I looked at his filmography and TV stuff. I'm like, oh, I've never seen anything he's in. Maybe I just know him from uh, The Matrix. He was in King New York, Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Tribeca. Oh, that was a TV show. What's that got to do with it? He got an Oscar nom. Higher Learning. I saw that. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in yeah. The theater. And I was that the on Michelle Pfeiffer? No, no, that was that's, um, Dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds, yeah. And Coolio. Yeah. <laughs> As I walk through the valley of the shadow okay. of death, I take a look at my life and realize it's not left. Okay. Um, yeah. Those are, yeah, our principles. And Joe Pants. Yep, the cipher. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Chong is Tank. Yeah. 
And that uh, something Ray Parker, what's his name? Anthony Ray Parker is Dozer. Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters. Anthony Ray Parker. And that blonde chick, I don't know who she's she is. She's Australian. Yeah. They're all people on the Nebuchadnezzar who've been freed. APOC is, Cana- is Canadian, is Australian. <laughs> that kid Mouse is Australian. They're all Australian. Yeah. The only one who isn't that I can think of is Neo's boss and his office boss, who is a Kiwi. Oh, yeah. That office looked, I mean, it was on purpose too, but it just looked so stale and depressing. It had it's that greenish to. tint. Well, know, the whole movie has that green tint the to fluorescent, it. Yeah, the whole. Yeah. But, I mean, even the office, though, it's good. It's that fluorescent lighting. Yeah, which and is it's just the cubicles meant to, and. Meant to feel, make you feel sickly, kind of. Yeah. And it's that fight club feel, that fight club look. Same year. Uh, so, what are some uh, highlights you want to talk about? Things that happened in this movie? Uh, we got the opening scene, which is pretty awesome, with Carrie Ann Moss running. Oh, we have the opening scene where he wakes up and then <coughs> wakes up in his apartment, and then he sells a disc to those clubbers, Choi and his girlfriend Dejour. That's not super interesting, though. We're also Australian. It's not fun to watch. Like they're all Aussies. Yeah, we get it. Um, but that's when we figure we get out. Get it, mate. That's when we figure out something's weird because. He gets that little message on his computer, follow the white follow rabbit. Follow the white rabbit. And that chick has a white rabbit tattoo. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the club with them. But we the, that doesn't that's not how the movie opens. It opens with Carrie Moss running across buildings. We've already met her at this well, point. It, it opens with her with the first bullet time shot. Yeah. Which He's like, I'm sorry. No lieutenant, your men are already dead. Yeah, so she's running on rooftops, jumping from like rooftop to rooftop, and mm-hmm. it's pretty awesome. I just The one effect that I go, oh, that could have been improved nowadays. Is okay. is the rotoscope when it's she's di- doing that dive across the gap between two buildings? Uh-huh. You can see the halo around her. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. that would be seamless today. Sure. You know, but yeah. everything else is perfect and it's You still, really believe that she's jumping from rooftop. And it's funny because rooftop. it looks perfect because they're all practical in camera effects. All the mm-hmm. both time stuff, it's it is that is and she does that how that shot looked you know jump which and i'm it, sorry it goes, I, I think of i think of shrek every time <laughs> fiona yeah because shrek parried parried <laughs> so many things in so we have been parried i can't say that word parried <laughs> parried have been copied you know and made fun of <laughs> like fiona's uh time jump <laughs> her bullet time jump yeah um obviously it came from here uh, my favorite scene in this whole movie hmm. is the kung fu scene with Lawrence Fishburne and when they're, they're in the, the training simulator oh my god I could watch that scene on a loop all day stop trying to hit me and hit me <sighs> you're faster than this it's so good well I mean it's that it's because it <sighs> oh my god it's so it good it starts with that line I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I know Kung Fu. Yeah, because it's been downloaded into his brain as a skill that he now it's knows. It's such a good line. It's like, so... He wakes up. I know Kung Fu. And so we see him in his dojo. I don't know what that's Japanese. His gi. His gi. And he's in the that training room with Lawrence Fishburne and they are Kung Fu fighting. Yeah. And it's so good because... The music in this movie is so good. Yeah, Don Davies did the music. No one knows who he is. Um, it's a good score. But um, so prior to pre-production of this movie, 
Uh, Keanu suffered a two-level fusion of his cervical spine. Don't know what that is. Which had to, begun to paralyze his legs. Oh. Uh, so he needed neck surgery. This is before pre-production. Okay. So he was still recovering by the time of pre-production, but Keanu is... A wonderful man and he's like no I'm, i need to train for this movie i need mm-hmm. to this to look good like scenes like this yeah um so the the trainer yoon i don't know that's the last name whoever did the training he let him practice punches and lighter moves ray uh reeves trained hard and even requested training on days off but because of surgery he couldn't really kick for two of the four months of training so that's why there's not a whole lot of kicks mm-hmm. in this movie but there are kicks, and yeah. it looks like he's really kicking that high. I mean, he's. I love the shot where he's like kicking and he slowly brings oh, it to the, the side. The movie. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just loved that scene. I just didn't want to blink because it's happening so fast, and there's so much, and it's so entertaining to watch. That, All the flips I mean, and the and wall running very on the classic, walls, like, and like a like a kung fu classic kung fu movie. And it looks like they're both have been doing this for 30 years and it's funny because Lawrence Fishburne is so good and they look scene. like they're enjoying shooting that that scene yeah and I mean, I, they you might know, be maybe you know all that hard work like we gotta make this look good well I mean and there's that one shot where Keanu is flipping over Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne and he looks up and he's smiling mm-hmm. and you and you think okay yeah it's his character smiling at the progress that this one guy has made in a day yeah. And then I'm thinking, what if that's just Lawrence Fishburne just smiling at, looking at Keanu, just floating like, over him, you know? Crazy Like, awesome. what are we doing today? This is nuts. <laughs> We're doing Kung Fu and you're flipping over me. Like, I mean, that's what I like to think about. Yeah, I'm glad that's what you think. <laughs> um, that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. I don't know. I just yeah, I dig it's... it. You know, my favorite scene, though, is... Um, the spoon? <laughs> no. He's talking to the oracle? No. Um... The, oh yeah, the one, the bull, the, the shootout, the shootout in the lobby. Yeah. Oh my god, it's the, no, it's it's crazy. The most ridiculous shootout. It's and so it's fun. very controversial. Uh, in regards to the Columbine thing that happened like a month later. I get it. I, understand I mean, just that, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of controversy because that happened so quickly after this movie came out, and people were like, "Oh, look, trench coats shooting." It's. I think most people have forgotten about that whole thing and, now. And it's people that are in shock trying to try to rationalize, to, to rationalize what happened. Yeah, and I mean, they're trying to put two. And every two time together, something like that happens, you know. they point to the closest thing to it. Um, but it is it is an amazing feat in filmmaking? That's how I look at it. Just with the movements, the slow motion, the bullet time stuff, the the walls, the what are those called? Things that hold up the ceiling, <laughs> columns, <laughs> the pillars, and the stuff. pillars. I love watching the pillars explode yeah. and just falling apart as the scene goes on. Like I want to know how many squibs they used in that sequence. Too many. Like everything. They're like we need more. Like <laughs> look like it looked like everything was wired with squibs. <laughs> and just like, yeah, I mean, it just blow it all up. That is the music. <laughs> I mean, it's. It's pretty amazing. And I mean, when you that, just think, how did they do this and make it look like this? This is one of those movies where I noticed 
the sound design too. Okay. Yeah. Because you hear, there's so many distinct, like even in that shootout scene, there's so many distinct sounds you can you can pick out. It's because you can hear the the gun firing, you hear the receiver clicking back and forth on the guns, you hear the shell casings, you hear the bullet hits, mm-hmm. you hear footsteps, you know, you hear all the punches. I mean, you can hear well, it all won. of it, and it's a mess, but you it can hear won. all of it. Best film editing at the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Best sound, best sound effects editing, and best visual effects. I well deserved. Nominated one, all of them. the The other sound bit that I really like is when he's in the helicopter, shooting into that office room where they've got mm-hmm. uh, Morpheus. She's flying the helicopter, and so uh-huh. and Neo's on that minigun. Yeah, and it's just going ching ching ching, and he. Cling, 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 you cling. Because you can hear the little clips uh-huh. falling out too with the shell casings. And you hear like little spacers falling out. I mean, it's it's just such a clean sound mm-hmm. design. It's, yeah. It's amazing. I loved it. Like, I don't even know what would have been a competition for them in regards to those i mean phantom menace came out but that green screen doesn't doesn't compare those visual effects don't compare to this because these were more practical obviously than our lovely phantom menace um i mean they're so so the red pill and the blue pill Mm -hmm. that whole thing have you heard the the whole theme with like transgender and the pills? Mm-mm. They talked about this on a podcast. We we're talking about the Matrix and okay. that kind of theme. Um, so the transgender themes within the movie, and the red pill has been compared with red estrogen pills. Okay. And Morpheus's description of the Matrix giving you a sense that something is fundamentally wrong, like a splinter in your mind, has been compared to gender dis. Morphia? Uh-huh. Dys- dysphoria. I can't read. Um, I don't know. I've heard, I mean, I've, with, the, with the 20th anniversary happening, you know, last year, like a lot of people, Matrix was, when, was in conversation again, and I've heard a lot of, uh, of the themes that have developed over time that people are now kind of noticing in hindsight and stuff. But I don't know. It's interesting. What are you? What are you? What are you? What are you? Anyway. Oh, this was the year. So those Academy Awards was the year for Sixth Sense and Magnolia. And American Beauty and stuff. Yeah, no. Don't listen. Should we talk about the the best supporting actor again? No. Because <laughs> I do. I wanted to see what this movie was up against. Like visually, so like, if visual effects. I mean. So it, sound effects editing was only up against Fight Club and Phantom Menace. Yeah. And I don't think there's competition. And like. Best sound, I think this would be a, a tougher one, though. Because Again, the sound in Phantom Menace Phantom is pretty Menace, good. The Mummy. Oh. Green Mile, which I don't no. know. And then Insider, I don't really know sound-wise. Oh. I mean. Mm, it's just talking. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. I mean. Then film editing, 
This one would be tough. That was up against American Beauty, Cider House Rules. Fuck those two. The Insider and Six Sense. Not even a competition. So, Maybe I mean, Six Sense, yeah, but for but, editing, but not the other one. Sorry. Yeah, again. Oh, yeah. This is that the visual effects one. It was up against Stuart Little. <laughs> hey, that's pretty impressive. I remember that. I remember going, what? It's pretty impressive. Michael J. Fox becomes a mouse. <laughs> Did you know and, that? And also he's not really considered a, I mean, what he's in the book. He's more like a, <laughs> <laughs> not really a mouse, but a tiny, tiny human. What? Who kind of resembles a mouse. I mean, the fact that they, they have a baby. Okay. He's born to Gina Davis and they don't, Second guess that he looks he's a fucking mouse. I forget. Wait. So but, but but wait, in the movie though, isn't it a mouse sized mouse? Yes. Because isn't he driving like a little mouse sized car? Like the mouse of the motorcycle. Or am I thinking of Ralph S. Mouse? <sighs> okay. The little family adopts a charming young mouse named Stuart. Okay. In the book, mom has a baby, looks like a tiny mouse. But how big is the baby? Mouse size. So she she births out her fetus. <laughs> oh, gotta... And it manages to survive outside of the womb. <laughs> Cora, come here. I need. Is there a Stuart Little three? Because that came up when I was typing. Cora, come up here because I need some. Support. You're my support animal. It is a tonight. realistic fantasy about a mouse-like human boy. Named Stuart Little. So it is a human boy, but he just happens to be mouse-ish. According to the first chapter, he, quote, looked very much like a rat slash mouse in every way. But he's human, though. Yes. So he's an animal like the elephant. But, I mean, you look at the cover of the book, it's a fucking mouse. (laughs) This is the cover I had when I was a kid. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about the Matrix. We're not talking about. But it's not even Stuart, an issue. Stuart, Mom had a baby. Stuart and it's the size of a mouse. It looks like a mouse. But anyway, it should have won. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a competition for this movie. No. Especially. No, it, it won what it should have won. It did so. Like when I say game changer, I know that sounds cliche, but it really was. And did it only win the things it was nominated for? I mean, it won everything. It was nominated, it was nominated for, for four, and it won four. Okay. Yeah. Fuck, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it's no Return of the King. Yeah, but this movie is 14 not fourteen out of fourteen. This baby. movie is not Return of the King. No, it's a little different. I'm not saying but it it's... is Return of the One. Yes, uh, we found Neo is he is the one. He supposedly because they kind of were like, oh, because they went to see the Oracle, and she's like, you're not the one. I love was the Oracle. Was she not telling him the truth, though? No. Remember? She, no. Morpheus tells Neo, she told you exactly what you needed to hear. Yeah, and he needed to hear that he wasn't, because he doesn't want to be yeah. the one. He just wants to be a hacker. He just wants to yeah. be... But I'm, he is the one. I'm just... I'm just He's I'm there just to Harry. save the human race? Is that what the one is? He's there to to put an end to the... He's... I think he is the spark that will ignite a rebellion or whatever whatever Holdo says. We are the spark that will ignite the I forgot what she said. God damn it, what does she say? But yeah, he's the he's the one that that 
really like kicks off the human uprising. Because mm-hmm. I think in two they get to the city of Zion, right? I'm so glad we don't talk about the sequels. I, did I see that? I'm did really. We, we, did we did see it at midnight, I baby. Don't fucking re- did I fall asleep? Because I don't remember it. Maybe midnight. at all. Midnight. But back then I was young and I was able to stay up at midnight. Hey, you did Star Wars. I don't know if, but I mean, um, I'm isn't curious. there a rave in the second one? It's like an orgy. Oh, isn't so? It's, it's like, like a rave Log- orgy. It's like Logan's Run. <laughs> isn't there an orgy in that? I don't know. Hey Google, is there oh, an orgy God. in Logan's Run? What is she? She could tell. She'd tell you when it came out on the website Reddit.com. They say. Secondly, the city is pretty open about sex, so homosexuality is most likely acceptable. The fact that the guy Logan sees seems to be into it also indicates this. I don't want to... I didn't ask any of that, really, I don't think. Thanks, Google, for that info. God, Google. I'm curious uh, what uh, Matrix 4 is going to be. Plot-wise, you know, we got the returning cast. It's going to be John Wick as Neo. I know. What was the hair is gonna look like? Um, we see Keanu with a uh, couple different hairstyles in this one. Well, not well, really. He, Two. he looks very much like Bill and Ted and his speed character. Like he looks. No, well, I mean, he's not like even. Bill and Ted. He he looks. I mean, he looks like he looks emaciated. I know he lost a lot of weight for this role. Uh he's buff in speed. He's is he sp- buff in speed? I think he is. He's got muscles. He's holding that gun. What do you do? He's got the muscles. Muscles? muscles. Mus- like the muscles he has in Point Break. Because um, he... I don't see it's, Bill. You don't see John Wick in this character at all. What's his name in Speed? Hey, Google, what was Keanu Reeves' name in Speed? Jack. Keanu Reeves plays Jack Traven in yep, Speed. Yep, Jack. Hey, Google, what was Keanu Reeves' name in Point Break? Johnny. Johnny Utah. Johnny Reeves plays Johnny Utah. And- Why do you need to ask her that? Why don't you know I that? I want to know. She, I want to know what Google knows. She knows more than you. Johnny Utah. Oh, God. What I, was his name? I'm just kidding. So, um, we'll, I mean, obviously, we'll talk about Keanu again. But he was one of my first big like crushes mm-hmm. um, around point break time. Okay. Yeah. 91. I would sit there was, uh, I don't know any of the songs that were in the movie, but there was a song that would play on VH1 slash MTV. Um, it was a video from Point Break. You know, videos back in the day when they're from movies, they would show clips of the movie mm-hmm. during mm-hmm. the video, which is how I, I would sit and watch, wait for You Can Be Mine from Terminator 2. Oh, So uh-huh. I could see clips from Terminator 2. I knew that video by heart. <laughs> <clears throat> and then same with Point Break. I would sit and flip between the two waiting for this video from the Point Break movie. So I could see clips of Point Break because I was in love with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> and I remember I was in a, on a softball team that summer okay. in 91. And before practice and games, I would write the letters K-R oh my God. on my hand <laughs> as like luck. <laughs> oh my God. And I remember they thought it was, there was this other, this kid I went to school with, Kyle Renner. Okay. K-R. And they thought I was writing his initials because I had a crush on him in like sixth grade, which was way long before. Okay. Not really. It was a year before. Like, ooh, you still like Kyle? I'm like, no, this is Keanu Reeves. And then that same summer, 
not only the video from Point Break, but the Paul Abdul video for Rush Rush, which is probably when it peaked my love for Keanu because he's in the video for Rush Rush. Oh, is he? I he's got know. long hair. No idea. Oh, my God. It's like a take on Rebel Without a Cause. Okay. Cool. Go YouTube. Oh, he's so cute in that video. Cute. I'm using the word cute. Hot? I don't know. Okay. I was 12. Okay. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> to quote Joe Pesci. He from- looks nothing like he does in Point Break. And they were this, like the same year, which is weird. <laughs> to quote John Pesci. <laughs> to quote Joe Pesci from Lethal Weapon. Whatever. 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 Okay. 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 <laughs> Moving on. Like if you if you had to pick a favorite. Oh my God. No, Keanu oh. movie. If, you're pick- if you had to pick your number one Keanu movie. John Wick. Really? Yes. John Wick. Part one. Any of them. I don't care. I kind of like part two. I do like part two. But. um, I don't like part one because we see a dog kid. Kill the dog. A puppy. That's what but, starts above. So you'd put Matrix. I mean. Yeah. You'd put John Wick as your number one Keanu Reeves movie. I think so. Even more than Babes in Toyland? I don't even consider Bates <laughs> Holland a Keanu Reeves movie. Uh, I would put Speed at number one. Speed's and good. It's not. I just. I, Speed is no John Wick. I would put Matrix over Speed. Yeah, I, a lot of people would. I'm. I would go personally. John, I, I would go John Wick. If I'm going by Keanu Reeves, I don't know. Right would, now, I'm gonna say Speed. But for me, it's John Wick anthology. Just whatever you know. Throw them all in. Lump them in uh-huh. as one. Sure. And then Matrix. I guess you can you lump them all Little in. You see Little Buddha? Oh, I did not. She's got I, that long yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 I know. Did yeah, I, my friend Kate and I rented it because, you know, we uh, can't Reeves. Got to see every movie he's in. It's a weird movie. Hmm. It's a weird movie. But yeah, it would be John Wick. Did you ever see Matrix, 47 Ronin? Then, he plays like 47. A, no, I did not. Japanese guy. Or like, I know. You know, like a half. Like a, like I, a Tom I saw Cruise a Ronin, Japanese but guy. I didn't see the 47 Ronin one. No. I, I do remember that. That was only like what? Within 10 years, wasn't it? Maybe. Might have been like mid to late 2000s. Yeah. That had sort of that. Had, it didn't look. I know. I mean, we have John Wick 3. I mean, sorry. We have The Matrix 4 to look forward to. We have Bill and Ted and whatever it's called, mm-hmm. the the third Bill and Ted movie after, because Bogus Journey was 92, 91. Oh, my God. 90, was it? Around oh, the yeah. Same time 47 or... Ronin was 2013. Oh, so sooner than I thought. I was thinking. Yeah, I knew it was recent-ish, but. Um, well, we have Matrix 4 and John Wick 4 on the same day. That's right. It's, it's Keanu a, Reeves Day. It's Keanu Reeves Day. Which was like March. Is that May or March? I think it was March something. Already? Next year. Next year, 2021. I was like, wait, they haven't started filming Matrix yet. What are you talking about? I thought I was... Could be March. Nothing else going on in March. Hasn't been Matrix... Matrix. Oh, yeah, May. It is May. It is May. May 21st. Counter is day. Mm-hmm. His birthday is September 2nd. Okay. I used to celebrate it. Okay. In my head. I'd whatever, wake up on a whatever, I'd be whatever. Like, Happy birthday, Keanu. Oh my god, you did not. In my head. Um even the cat is But no, I did see you. so you saw Matrix in the theater? Oh, for sure. In ninety nine? Oh yeah. Yeah. I didn't. At all. 
Because you don't like things that are fun. I was in college and I was... This was at the peak. Nope. It wasn't. Mm. It was not at the peak. Okay. This was two years after the peak. Okay. One year after the peak. Matt Damon. It was all Matt Damon during this time. I'm sorry. And if Keanu wasn't in a movie with Matt Damon, I probably didn't see it. So it was all downhill. It's been going downhill then from, <laughs> from this movie on. I had to wait till John Wick to get back in time. Okay. No, 99, I was too busy seeing things like 10 Things I Hate About You and Phantom Menace. Okay. I did not see The Matrix. None of my roommates in college were interested in The Matrix at all. All your roommates are lame. They all had boyfriends. I mean, I'd go see movies by myself on Thursday nights at the GP Theater, but I never saw The Matrix. Um, but this is movie, along with a handful of others, is why people consider the you know 1999 to be such a great year in cinema. We got Matrix, Fight Club. Mr. Ripley, Sixth Sense. I mean, yeah. But Matrix is one of those like heavies. Like, oh, this this is an important movie in an important year. Uh, the cusp, I mean, the this, cusp this of is, the millennium. I mean, this is why podcasts like the 1999 podcast exists. I think. I feel like I feel like that one started because Fight Club or something. I what, don't know. Was that podcast called the one that podcast like 1999? Oh yeah, that. Shout out. They just did it. What did they drop on today? I forgot. Oh, an, an ideal husband. The fuck is that? Oh, wait. That dude from My Best Friend's Wedding is in it. What's that guy's name? Rupert Everett? Yeah, Rupert yeah. Everett. And like Mini Driver or no, something. Wait, not Rupert. Is it Rupert Everett? Yeah, I think it's Rupert Everett. Or is Everett. it the other one? Colin Firth? No. No, I think it's Rupert Everett. Who was the other guy? The other Rupert? I don't know. It's Rupert Everett. Ha, huh, Cora. Our cat's looking at me like she knows I'm right. It doesn't matter. Oh, I'm thinking of um. I can't think of his goddamn name now. In my best friend's wedding, Dermot Mulroney. So not. I know. It, the the those names are. That's one of those weirdly movies. like similar. That's one of those movies. FYI, if I see it at a thrift store, you would buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's fucking good. I used to watch it every day because at, in college we had a, a movie channel like uh, mm-hmm. that came with the dorms. Oh, okay. You know, and it would just play movies that were sort of new. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. But My Best Friend's Wedding and Austin Powers every day for like a good like few months, they were always on. That's all I watched. Me and my roommates. My best friend's wedding, Austin Powers. I mean, that movie brought back that damn song. The moment I wake yeah. up, it never left. Um, yeah, the movie in the Matrix. Um, Don Davies has said did the score. Um, he also did Jurassic Park three. If you want to know his career, um, Jurassic I, Park, Lost World. No, that's nope. two. The other one. It's um, uh, 2001. Just called Jurassic Park 3. That's the one where... Uh, it was not a Spielberg That's joint. the Jeff Goldblum. He's I, back. I right? never saw it. With his daughter. And but they we go own back it, so we might have to watch it. Because 2 is when the dinosaurs hit the mainland. Sure. Right? I don't know. Shit, I don't remember. I don't know. doesn't matter. Well, I think, I'll have I think, to watch I think it. In it three, I think in 3, that's when Jeff Goldblum is back with his daughter, I think. And they're on the island or whatever. Dino, dino droppings droppings um 
Yeah. Anything else you want to say about the Matrix? I mean, it's good. I think it's held up story wise. I think it's some people are kind of did like, it need it? a trilogy? No, it didn't. Or and I'm I don't know if four will take up after revolutions and reloaded because I don't remember those two and I don't want to have to watch. I never those. saw the third one, so I mean. I swear we saw them both in the theater. No, there's no way in hell. They weren't good. And I think most people agree that they weren't that great. I'd have to, Especially w- I'd have to watch to the first one. I'd have to at least watch two again because I know I saw it. I just yeah. don't remember it. There's like a highway, a freeway chase. What? A car, a car thing on oh, the freeway. with like white guys. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Dressed in white. They're like ghosts. Like, they look like Nelson, the Nelson twins. Yeah, they kind of look like the Wachowskis. The what? long white dreads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what the Chelsea's look like for a while? Oh, I don't know. I just pretend that that's who they were. <laughs> um, Yeah, those guys. That's I don't know which one that is. That's two. That has to be two because that's the only one I Because you didn't see a three, apparently. What was that, like 2002? 2003? Or 2003, 2004? Mm-hmm. They came out like one or... 2003. One or the other. Was that Revolutions or Reloaded? Reloaded. Okay. Yeah, weird, there's those damn only, guys. Only four years. Oh yeah. Those weird it's white, only four white years twins. after the first one. It feels like it was so long after the first one. No, I knew it wasn't that long after, but it just it just wasn't that good at all. <laughs> yeah, well we don't own those, so I mean you can go watch those on your own That's time. When Keanu has that Nehru jacket. That I don't know. Looks like a priest jacket without the collar. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a chef Different coat. from his like a chef coat. Yeah, yeah. But it buttons down the middle like yeah. a priest jacket. Uh, yeah. No, it's good. Um, yeah, I uh, hadn't seen it in a long time, really long time, and I enjoyed it. I was kind of like, oh god, I'm gonna have to follow the plot because it's longer than I realized. Though it's just over two hours. Well, it's like 136 minutes. So we put in the credits. I mean, it's just over two hours. And Where, I think in, my mind, I, in my mind, I was like, oh, yeah, it's a short movie because it was like their first one. But I guess it was longer than I realized. I mean, it didn't feel But it, it goes feel by long. pretty fast. There's no like lull. I mean, there's slow moments, you know, like with Lawrence Fishburne and him. Well, and there's a lot of like, we have to explain this Some thing. Some exposition you know, because but. it's a no, it's a weird. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's. If you haven't seen it, it's definitely worth a watch. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but I don't know. Um, What's the numbers? You want to go over the yeah, box really quick. Shits? Um, so the uh, budget sixty three million. That's it. It doesn't seem like a lot. No, for especially it made four hundred sixty five million worldwide. I would have. It did. I would have well. guessed higher, but also four sixty five. But also ninety ninety nine though. I. I'd be off. I mean, adjusted. I mean, not quite a billion, but. I mean, still, I think if for a if a movie that for a novel non-franchise no, sci-fi, you know. I mean, it, the damn thing almost made half a billion dollars. Yeah, on a sixty-three million dollar budget. <laughs> and even Carrie Ann Moss was like, she didn't think that they'd be able to get the movie made because she thought the budget was too high. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, is that high for the late 90s? I don't, I don't know. For I can't I can't fathom 
budgets I know, that are I'm not earlier good. than five years old. I'm not good with the budgets. Um, but Rotten Tomatoes, what do you what do you think? Eighty. Higher. Oh, okay, good. Eighty-eight. Okay. So cool. it's for a sci-fi. You know, sometimes it's hit and miss with that. I'm guessing two and three are much lower. Probably, I didn't. I'm sure they're down in the. I don't know. Look, sixty and lower. I would guess. Oh, I'm yawning. Rotten Tomatoes for two is like sixty-one. And then the third one. Forty-five. Um. Oh. Reloaded. It broke um, Terminator 2's record of. Uh, God, this Reloaded made 735. Because people were excited for another oh, yeah. Matrix movie. It's the highest grossing rated R movie of all time. Oh, wow. Until Deadpool. Yeah. It was T2 for a long time because that was 91. I thought Deadpool beat T2. I didn't realize Matrix 2 had beaten T2. Damn. Oh, Re- uh, Revolutions came out six months later. Oh, so it... It was the same year. Okay. God. And we didn't see it? No. You might have. I didn't. Why would I see it by myself? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where the... At the reception or whatever. Deen, deen. Oh, 73. Oh, so higher. Wow. So then what's uh, the other one? What's the third one? Um. So then I'm way off then. <laughs> it's probably lower, but who am I to say? Um, what is it? Oh, critical acclaim. Thirty-five. Oh, so I was closer Whoa. with my third guess. Then I said what? Forty-one, forty-five. Yeah, they start shooting uh, four next month, or February. So cool in Chicago. No Australia, I guess they have the money. They I saved wonder... money by shooting in Australia. For oh, sure. is that why they did it then? Because they're Americans, right? Wachowskis. Yeah. Yeah. They don't um, really have any ties. The budget would have been a lot higher if they filmed it here. I'm sure. I mean, they could have shot it in like, you know, Prague and say what you little Like Mission too. Impossible? But yeah, well. Yeah, they're from Chicago. So they're shooting in their hometown. Okay. Oh, you know, I think I knew they were from Chicago. I think I knew that. That does sound familiar now. But I think, didn't, isn't only one doing it though? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Didn't I read that they're... Um, that they don't really work together. Yeah, I know it's they're kind of sad. They, they have like I a heard weird that only one is doing four, which oh, is really? weird. I feel like how can you do that without your shooting partner? But I don't know who. Am I, I I do know they have some kind of. It is a weirdly strained relationship. If you want more info on the Wachowskis, then Blank Chuck did a a Wachowski series a couple years ago. They went through their oh, really? filmography and. I'm saying that not to you, to the, to the crowd. And it is they go through all their movies, starting with Matrix. It is also interesting that they're both trans, you know. That they both decided. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think Lana did it first. At least, I think I think she's the one I knew of first, anyways. And then I found out the whichever one. Then when the second one did, I was Lana. very surprised. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Look, Lana is doing four. Matrix and I don't know. Huh. Well, Lily's been doing TV. Sense eight. 
oh, the yeah. show uh-huh. and had Work uh-huh. in Progress. Is that a working title or is that the actual name? I don't know. But anyway. oh, interesting. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's the hype for Matrix 4 it will be huge so not as huge as John Wick 4 I bet I don't know I, it's been so long since Revolutions and Matrix has only well, and grown I, in and its I think popularity. people are like oh god is it going to be as the only way to find out Bleh. because <laughs> like only one way to find out and that's to go see it because I mean you look at as far as like percentage wise I mean John Wick has a much higher hit percentage than Matrix but John Wick came out of nowhere. Sort of the Matrix. Yeah. And then and they so had a second John Wick. And like, is it going to be as good as the first one? And it was one? better. And I it think. was even better. And then this third one, I never saw. But well, it's on HBO in February. I know. I Parabellum. Can't I can't so. wait. So. And yeah. how old is Keanu now? 55? God. Is he five That's years older than me? Fucking... No, I don't know. No, he's old. I mean, five years older than me. I'm going, how old are you? Oh, yeah, I guess he, yeah, he would be. No, he's, I feel like he's like 10 years older than you. No, he's not 10. He can't be 10. He's born in 64. Holy crap, he's 11 years older than you. Yeah, me. he's 56, right? Yeah, yeah, he'll be 56 on September 2nd. Whoa. Do you know where he was born? I've known this, obviously. Where was he born? Tell us. Lebanon. Beirut. Oh, you know what? And then he grew up in Canada. That sounds vaguely familiar, but I, yeah, I, I wouldn't have known that. Anyway, what's our number? All right, so next next week, let's are we um, at 2:30. I think it's 2:30. Yeah, yeah, 2:30, 2:30. Oh, I was at the dentist, and someone had called because I was in the lobby, you know, waiting, and the one of the receptionist was like, "We have." She was talking to someone on the phone. She's like, "We have a spot open at 2:30," and then I heard another receptionist go, "2:30," and I'm like, "Oh, even they think it's funny, and it's the oldest joke in the world." Okay. That's all. Pick, anyway. pick your number. Hey, Google. Pick a number from 1 to 230. Here's a random number, 117. She's been hitting the ones. I know. That's fine. Whatever. 117. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Cool. Cool. Yeah. We watched Return of the King. We did, okay, we did. Yeah, so now we're... Like, I know we did one of them. Now we're at uh, number one, which, um, side note, is my favorite movie of all time. So, I don't know where you stand, but it's my favorite movie of all time. It's not my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. It's why I don't know why. Because I like the third ones of things. <laughs> Shut up. So you like Matrix Revolution? No, I... I <laughs> Lord of the Rings is, is my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. Fellowship is my favorite <laughs> Lord of the Rings movie. My favorite Lord of the Rings movie is Lord, Lord of the, the Rings. Rings. <laughs> no, yeah, it's no, my favorite Lord of the Rings movie. This is my favorite I think. Movie. Is this movie in your top five? Oh, yeah, for sure. Top three? Maybe. It could be. What is your top three? I don't know. Inquiring minds want to know. I know. I, I, I you know last year I made that top 100 list you mm-hmm. know like craig kakowski did mm-hmm. i tried listing i got to like 80 and i honestly couldn't think of any more movies i was scraping the barrel okay but number one was fellowship of the ring i think my top five it was like fellowship of the ring moulin rouge ferris bueller's day off i think fucking it was star wars i don't even remember my top five anyway what's your 
You have no idea. I have no the idea. The thing with these things, they, they, they tend to change. Because certain days, Biodome is in my top five. I know. So, I don't think I mean, certain days. I think all days, Biodome like, is in your top Godfather day. would very rarely be in my top five. As weird as that is. Yeah. It's in any my top of, 20. Any of them. It's in my top 20, you know. I think. But. Henry V, I think, was in my top 10. No, really. Newsies was in my top five. Fuck that shit. I. <laughs> other than like Star Wars, I don't know if I would have anything older than 15 years, 20 years in my top oh, five. Oh, really? At any given time, except for Star Wars. You know, it's interesting. You know, the AFI top 100. Mm-hmm. You know, what do, what do you think their most recent movie is on their list? Is it really The Matrix? No, I don't no. know. No, it's Fellowship of the Ring. Oh, okay. 2001. That's the most recent movie they have on their list. That's ridiculous. And obviously, the last time it was updated was 2007. Obviously, they're going to be updating it. In, they have to update is it in Citizen 2020. Is Citizen Kane still number one? Yeah, I'm sure. So I mean, yeah, it's still number one in 2007. So It'll still be number one when they update it. I'm thinking they're going to update it this year, and I think Amy Nicholson, because she belongs to the AFI. She's an AFI fellow? Yes. So I think she, there's a reason why she's doing this podcast with Paul Shear. Oh, on Spoiled? Yeah. Mm, she's a fellow at AFI? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I think so. Because I've, she's talking, mm. yeah, talking about. I knew one fellow. <laughs> that sounds so weird. I knew, I knew a, a fellow. fellow. No, I knew an AFI. Ship of the Ring. Okay, anyway. I knew an AFI guy. So yeah, Fellowship of the Ring. I think right now they're back on Netflix, all these movies, um, Lord of the Rings. So for some reason, if you haven't for seen... For a split second, I was like, why the fuck are you talking about Lord of the Rings? Because... <laughs> I forgot. We just, just picked it. Randomly. I'm like, why are you talking... If you want to watch these movies. So I was like, are you still talking about top favorite movies? I'm like, why are we talking about Lord of the Rings? Idiot. Oh, I think God. they're back on Netflix. So for some reason, if you still haven't seen the Lord of the Rings trilogy... Why are they showing the... The, the direct... Uh, the I mean, the theatricals. Which... Are we watching the... Th- no, because yeah. we watched... We watched the theatrical Return of the King. Did we? Yeah. Because we said we were watching the... But we watched the extended Hobbit. That's all that ever was. <laughs> and all that ever will be. <laughs> Are we going to watch the... We can watch extended Are we gonna watch Fellowship, the... but I feel like we could... If we're going to watch... Which Star Wars ones are we going to be watching? Did we... Amy Nicholson found a VHS, VHS of the... Of the originals. Of Star Wars. Oh no, we have those special editions. We have the special editions. No, wait. No, we don't have a. You... Did we ever? I did. I don't. Was know. it in the silver box? No. Dark blue, like almost black. Oh shit! I don't know. And I don't know what happened to. Because then the special edition VHS. I thought. Were... I thought. Oh, this version will be around forever. Well, because then the special edition ones were that gold foil box, or whatever, right? The... I thought it was silver too. I thought that was like widescreen. I don't fuck. You know what? I Anyway. I don't know why I say things because I don't know. Okay. Fellowship of the Ring next week. Uh, that's it. So yeah, follow there us on no Twitter. Spoon. I didn't, didn't even talk about the spoon. I didn't fucking. I started this off talking about the spoon. A little bald Australian kid who's like a musician now. He went to like the conservatory. and Sure. Ben's the spoon. There is no spoon. I love his cute little accent. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what the fuck he says, but... Do not try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Instead...
did only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon. You can decide whether there's a spoon or not. Yeah, no, hold on. I don't okay, wanna... oh, here we go. It, so, it's, so it's really, either the, kids the spoon right, bends though. or you bend. He's like, because there is no spoon because that little kid doesn't exist in that moment. Because they're in the Matrix when they're talking to the Oracle. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, okay, so my question then is, what the fuck is the Oracle? Is she's part of the Matrix because they're in the Matrix. But is she, a de- I burped again. Is there a design? Is she like a design from a human, or is she a design element from How the am I supposed to know from this? the robot overlords? Yep. She's dead, by the way. The Oracle lady. Yeah, she died. Not a couple years after the movie came out. Yeah. So I spent most of the movie picking out who was Australian and who was alive and dead. Yeah, he's like reading me these facts as I'm trying to watch. He's like, "Oh, Australian. Oh, dead." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Dead and Australian. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So yeah, follow us on Twitter at Why Do We Own yeah, This One? Yeah, because you update it so often. I, you don't. I know. You're the worst. And I don't. You have the thing too, but. Yeah, but I have to log in. I don't know that login. You just. Or you can just flick it over from one profile to another. And just, you know. Anyways. Okay. That's all. <laughs> okay. There is no spoon. Whoa. I do like that that line where <laughs> no, she's we're like, "We're done." <laughs> now here's what's really gonna cook your noodle. Would you still have broken it if I didn't say anything? He knocks the vase over. Anyways, okay. Yep. Okay. Is there anything else? <laughs> I think we are in the matrix because things got fucked up. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, bye. bye.